Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wanna go pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. Only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. <laughs> and welcome to the Fourth Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 343 of the Big Show. Some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? Another wild Wednesday. Here we are, folks. Halfway there. Weekend around the corner. Long weekend. Uh, yeah. Um, have a have a fun little show for you guys today. Um, I'm going back. We're going back. Do you remember the old International Hockey League, the IHL? I love the IHL. No, and not the new IHL, which would like the UHL tried to be. Uh, no, this is the uh, old the uh, Detroit Vipers. Uh, Milwaukee Admirals, Fort Wayne Comets, Kalamazoo Wings, uh, Minnesota Moose, Manitoba Moose. Um, anyway, I had somebody send me a list. They said, I think you'll dig this because they knew I was an IHL fan. And uh, they said they found it in their old files. So I don't know what that meant, but I have not looked at it yet. Like I said, I'm going to discover the list with you guys. And um, I actually mentioned it on social media that I am going to be recording a top 10 1990s IHL fighter list and I got uh, numerous replies uh, yeah um, I I always I appreciate obviously the people the people that comment and engage um, at the same time I really wish people would read the posts better um, as I said it's like 90s IHL and I got people yelling at me about guys from the 70s and stuff it's like Okay, I don't know what part of 90s you're not understanding, but, um, all right, you know, like, okay, but, um, nonetheless, um, the IHL definitely had a rich history of tough guys, and, uh, so I'm really looking forward to this list and, uh, what they're, cause it's, 
even in the nineties, I mean, that's that you're wading through a lot of dudes, man. So it'll be interesting to see how they're, if they put any, um, parameters on it or like what their guidelines are, where they just were throwing 10 names out and we'll see. So we'll, we'll discover that. We're going to go through that list shortly. Um, I've also talked to, uh, Joe Lazito and I have been kind of going, I know he's a big IHL fan as well. And, um, I kind of talked to him and I know, uh, I've been wanting to get Joe back on the show anyway. So I think maybe this weekend, if we can record the next couple of days, hopefully Sunday's episode, I'll have Joe on and um, he'll have listened to this show, I hope, and, uh, you know, heard the list and, you know, we'll get him on and have his opinions on it and uh, who'd they miss and what's his list and all that sort of thing. So uh, that is the plan anyway, but we'll see how, how schedules go. But I mean, at some point I'm going to have... <coughs> I'm going to have Joe on to, um, to talk about it, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, I'm hoping it's a Sunday, but you know what that sound means, folks? Uh, yes. Hockey cards. Of course I was, of course I was at the Dollarama the other day and I opened up the packs and I got two packages of 1992 series two Parkhurst. Yes. 12 cards per pack. 24 cards in these gems. Thank, I, I said I'm glad they, uh, I didn't get any more of the, uh, Swedish cards. What were the, uh, what were they given? 1998 Swedish Hockey League. Yes, what every, what every person in, uh, Canada wants is some Upper Deck 98 Swedish League cards. So, if anybody's looking for it, I got about nine, 972 packs of those. So, uh, yeah, that got a little tiresome. But I got these two. These two to open up, but uh, before we get into that, I've, as I said, I'm a member of the Hockey Podcast Network. Over 100 shows on the network. I'm on the original content creator side, myself, Terry Ryan. And, oh, and of course, he, as I mentioned, Jolt and Joe Lazito, Alec over there at the Five for Fighting podcast. Oh, yeah, what a what a group to be associated with. Um, Joe uh, just, uh, well, I was going to say re- re-released his lost episodes, as I said, when when Joe joined the network and moved platforms, um, some of his earlier episodes were lost, so he is uh, re-uploading those onto the uh, onto the network. And this week's is Jamie Rivers, and um, you know, obviously not known for the for the fisticuffs, but tremendous storyteller. I've had Jamie on my show. Um, I've uh, actually I used to interact. He was he was really active on Twitter for a while, and him and I actually had. Uh, we have many back and forths and st- on, on social media. I always enjoyed talking to Jamie Rivers. Um, I see he's doing well down there in St. Louis. Um, I believe he's part of the Blue sh- uh, Game uh, pregame show, I believe. Um, something along those lines. Um, but had a great career and uh, is a great storyteller. And uh, I know those people listed, oh, like Jamie Rivers, and you're kind of like, eh. Uh, believe me, tune in. He could he could spin a yarn, as they say. So definitely check out Joe's episode. Um, some great stories on there, and uh, just a really good dude, good guy. Um, even though he wasn't, he's a he was a physical guy. He's a body checker, but he wasn't much of a fighter. But he definitely appreciates the fighters. And uh, but yes, I encourage you to check out that episode because Jamie Rivers is a tremendous storyteller. And um, then Alec. The Five for Fighting podcast. Oh, you talk about, you know, we're, we're talking about trolling in the weeds, folks. Guess, you know who his next guest is? Ah, uh, that's right. Yours truly. 
Um, I recorded with Alec the other day, uh, Monday. And um, it is about in uh, hockey enforcer documentaries. And, uh, and movie, I mean, we talk about, uh, obviously we talk about Goon and stuff, the movies, but most of it, Ice Guardians, Last Gladiator, that type of thing, the Chiefs movie. Um, we just talk about our different feelings and thoughts on the shows and, uh, and it's always fun to be on Alex's show. I always appreciate, uh, when he, when, uh, when he has me on and, uh, yeah. And he's been on this show a million times. He'll probably be on this show a million more times. And, uh, yeah, so I encourage you to check that out. That was a lot of fun, and I believe he said that's uh, next Tuesday. I believe it'll be being released. I think he said so, uh, or was it Thursday? I can't remember. It'll it'll be coming out shortly anyway. Um, uh, well, actually, it might have come out today. Now that I I, I haven't uh, I didn't have a lot of time to to listen to anything today, so um, I'll have to check on that. But uh, there you go. You're uh, and if you happen to be on the YouTube Fourth Line Voice on YouTube, I have over two thousand fight videos. Um, please subscribe to the channel. All the le- I have all the leagues. IHL, AHL, WHL, you name it, it's on there. Type it into the search engine, boom, up it'll come. Um, yeah, subscribe to the channel, please. If you watch a video that you enjoy, please hit the thumbs up button. I know it's corny, but YouTube loves that stuff and, uh, it helps, it helps in the algorithms. Um, again, not just my channel, Alex's channel, uh, Five for Fighting podcast. He uploads East Coast League stuff. Uh, my boy Jay out in Iowa, D, like the letter D, skunk, like the animal, D skunk. Um, he uploads Southern Pro League stuff, but he's had the channel, he's had the channel for over 10 years. So he does have some older UHL footage. Um, he lives in the Quad City area. So he has like old Quad City flame stuff when they had the AHL team. Oh, Prost, Jonathan Amber Trombley. He's got some McIntyre stuff, Little John. He's got a great channel. So definitely check out his, his channel. And again, subscribe to those channels. Hit the thumbs up button on a video. It helps out the creator, as always. Um, also, um, yeah, whatever platform you happen to be listening to this, iTunes, Spotify, not only my show, but any podcast that you listen to that you enjoy, you'll see at the top of the page where it says uh, it has a star rating. It says rating and review. All you have to do is rate it. If you could rate the show, that would be great. Now, I'm saying not just for my show, but any podcast that you enjoy. Because once again, it's the little things as listeners that you guys can do to help out the creator. And again, it helps out. It helps us out in the algorithms. It just takes one set. It's just all you're, you're there anyway to hit play. Just before you hit play, hit the star rating. Boom. Submit. You're done. We can move on with life. But uh, yes, and download, don't stream. Because that's how we get paid. And that's how we can follow and track our listens. So... I, I know, I know, it's a PSA, I say it every time, but I will continue to say it. But uh, if you could do that, it would be greatly appreciated. All right. And with that, let's get into things. Hold on here, we got it. I tell you, that's still, uh, I had COVID last week, and it is, uh, or two weeks ago. And, um, I mean, I tested negative and everything, back to work and all that, but, um, man, I'm telling you. Stick with me, just tired and sore. Of course, that might not be, that might just be like life. I'm just, I, I, I guess that's true. I've been tired and sore for a decade now. So, um, yeah, oof. So let's open the cards here. Oh, and I know my boy Jason out there is less than old Trev. Congratulations on the new job, man. And, uh, yes, I need to get you on the show. Talk about old times. 
starting off, oh, we're off to a hot start. I always like the, the hockey cards on an audio podcast, but uh, what did I say before? They were 1992 Parkhurst. Oh, top card. We're off to a hot start. Craig Berube. There we go, the Chief, as he's in the Calgary Flames uniform in this one. What does it say in the back? After six professional seasons, Berube has finally found a home in Calgary. Berube spent five seasons with the Flyers. Time up and down between the Flyers and Hershey. Yeah. Ruby has always been a fan favorite. Yes, he has. Mike Craig. There you go. That was a high high draft pick. Yeah, second round, 28th overall. He was awesome in the OHL. He um he was great. He he played a a, a couple years there on uh um on the World Junior team with Team Canada winning a gold medal. Brent Gilchrist. Craig Pazlowski. Gord Murphy, Paul Broughton, Mike McPhee, underrated power forward. Murray Craven, Gerald Diddick. I like Gerald Diddick. There you go. There's a salty old blue liner in the old Western League. Bobby Holik, Dave Lowry, Craig Billington. Well, there we go. That's one pack. Now the you know what? For being in a pack, these kind of these cards seem like they're kind of in rough shape. Uh, here we go. Second pack. As I said, the excitement doesn't stop here on the fourth line, boys. I, I did like the uh, Craig Berube on the, the top card. All right. Rookie card, Joe Juno. There you go. 84. He, he had a, was it a second year? He, uh, he had a hell of a year, Joe Juno. Great career. Um, he actually went to, uh, 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 what tell you, um, RPI University. He is a legitimately a uh, rocket scientist. There you go. Joe Juno, smart dude. Kenny Danico. There we go. Another salty blue liner. Oh, rookie cart. Kimby Daniels. Oh, the old Western folks. I remember him. Played a long time in the minors. Um, yeah, Swift Current, 69, 54 goals, 64 assists. He, uh, I believe he, is it, he tied or broke the WHL record. He scored six goals in one game. Kimby Daniels. There you go. Shell Samuelson. Gord Hines. Craig Mc, oh, the helmetless Craig McTavish. Mark Recchi. Mark Recchi, perhaps like the most, uh, under, underappreciated, underrated, like Hall of Fame talent of all time. Kerry Hoffman. Oh, Wayne Gretzky. There you go. Tom Draper, Igor Kravchuk, rookie card. Lots of rookies in this one. Teddy Donato, there you go. Well, we've got a couple tough guys. We've got, a, got number 99. There we go. I enjoyed the old 90s. Parkhurst, there we go. Ruby, Danico, and Gerald Diddick. Well, that will go in the tough guy pile over here. There we go. Wayno, I'll keep Wayne around. Put Gretzky over here. There we go. Well, um, I actually don't don't have too much to say today. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, other than uh, just yeah, we'll just get into the list here and kind of do that, and uh, you know, we'll see where that takes us. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to get to the IHL list. Um, I normally don't. Uh, 
like on Facebook and stuff, I'll do those reels and I would, I would, I normally don't like the only time I'll put out a reel is when the episode is done. Um, I actually put out an IHL reel today, just kind of, Oh, coming up later today, check it out. IHL, blah, blah, blah. And, and like I said, I normally don't put like a, like a, what do you have, a preview coming soon. Um, but with the IHL, um, I think I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to maybe try to, I don't know. It's like a teaser, right? I'm trying to drum up some, uh, you know, and, and it did get a lot of feedback. Um, I'm hoping the same people that I know a lot of the people that did the feedback will tune in. Um, I know there was a couple guys, like when I said, Oh, I'm going to be doing the top 10 list. Oh, well, can you post the list? I'm like, well, no, how, how about you just listen to the show? Like, you know, and uh, I, I really, um, I mean, that was the point of the post was to like the teaser to get you to listen. Um, no, I don't want to post the list because then people just read the list and be like, oh, that's kind of, sh- that's shitty or that's whatever. Or, My favorite isn't on there or whatever it may be. And then they don't listen to the show and then that sort of de- <coughs> defeated the whole purpose of doing the, uh, doing the post. So, um, no, I'm not going to do the list. But, um, I, and I know I, I talked about this in the other episode and I've yammered on about this lots, but, um, you know, as, as I try to grow the show and I put it on social media and everything else, um, if you're, if you listen to the show, uh, thank you for listening to the show. I really do appreciate it. Um, if you listen to the show, maybe tell a friend or tell, like if you're in the fight group a lot, or, um, there's a bunch of guys on the, in the fight group that you communicate with, um, uh, Tell them about the show. Like I always say, it's like, you guys are our billboards. Like when I say us, like Alec and, 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 and Joe, um, we rely on the fight fans. Um, like you said, we're, uh, you know, as we're part of the network and it's a growing network, but at the same time, it's not ESPN or Barstool and, you know, no disrespect to the network, but you know what I'm saying. But, um, so we really rely on you guys and word of mouth and these social media pages to put the word out. And, um, like I said, I've, I've talked about it out here before, so I mean, whatever, but I mean, it, 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 from a creator standpoint, when I, I, I basically put it, my episode out every day. When I get to work, I start the truck and as the truck and everything's warming up, I sit in there and every morning I repost my, my episode with the links and the episode graphic every day. And, uh, so when you have someone in the in the Facebook group, you know, you have a podcast? Like really? Like how have you've been a member of this group for like a year and a half? You how have you never seen one of my posts? My episode post like what that giant post that says episode 3 blah 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 across the bottom and the giant fourth line vo- voice logo you did and the links to iTunes and Spotify you didn't know what that was? Like you didn't realize I I don't I don't understand. Um and I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to get people to live. See, that's the thing. I'm talking, I'm, you people are listening to me right now. So I've got you already listening. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know how to get more people to listen, um, and try to get new listeners. So I guess, again, I'm going in a roundabout way to say, maybe I'll start doing some preview stuff. You try to do some engagement in the groups, like, oh, I'm doing an IHL list, or maybe next time I'll, I'll try to find an AHL list, or I'll do an AHL list and, Oh, I'm doing this, and what do you guys think? And hopefully, you know, people will tune in from there. So, always trying to do something to uh, engage. 
So, for those listening, if you have any ideas, feel free to drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. Um, or what I should be doing, or if what I'm not doing that you think would probably help, or whatever. Again, I'm all ears. I'm not a huge... Like, I mean, I'm on social media and stuff, but I'm not a big influencer social... Like, I don't know all the stuff to do and all that stuff. I mean, I just know how to post up links and just kind of keep hammering it every day. But if there's something I miss... I'm just starting to get into the real thing on Facebook, which actually, surprisingly, gets, like, thousands of views, which... I don't know if that, I mean, I'm sure it's probably led to a few more listens here and there. I don't know. There's obviously no way to gauge, but, um, I know listenership has gone up a little bit on the show, so I guess it must be working. Um, cause I've probably done for about, I don't know how many reels now. Like I do one for every episode. So, but I think I just started probably about 50 episodes ago. It's probably about 50 or 60 reels that I started. So, um, you know, I mean, I did that. Um, I, I am on, pardon me. I am on Instagram. Um, I, I, God, I sound old when I say I don't know how to work Instagram. I mean, I know how to work it, but it's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the engagement and probably because it's probably also because I'm new on there and don't really have a lot of followers. So I know what it's like to be new on a certain platform and, uh, it takes time. I understand that, but it's kind of, you know, when you have 6,000 some on Twitter and however many on Facebook and it's like, so when you get back and you have like 70 followers on Instagram, it's like, oh, just starting out. It's like being a rookie again. It's like, it's hard. But um, I'll keep plugging away, I guess. I'll keep putting my links up on there too. But um, yeah, if you happen to be on Instagram, Twitter, or X, whatever, Facebook, Fourth Line Voice, give me a follow. I think on, on um, well, I know I registered like the Fourth Line Voice a long time ago on Instagram. And then I can't delete it for whatever reason. I can't, whatever. I'm I'm fourth line voice THPN now the hockey podcast network on Instagram. So if you happen to be on there, uh, just send me a follow. I'll follow you back. So um, yeah. Anyway, let's get into this list. All right. Yeah. Stop talking. But uh, if you, yeah, so get a hold of me on social media through DM. My DMs are open, as the kids say. Um, or if you're not on social media and you're listening, you want to. T- Get a hold of me, hockeyfights at hotmail.com. It's got all the, just just email me and uh, I'd love to hear from you, good, bad, or otherwise. Some suggestions, story, pictures, whatever. Uh, if you have some cool fight pictures, I'd love to see them. Hey, if you, anybody out there got some cool IHL pictures, those would be cool to see. Um, yeah, I'd appreciate it. Always enjoy hearing from you guys. So, hey, if you want to come on the show, got a story to tell? Even if you don't have a story to tell, you're just like a fan in a certain area that used to go to games or whatever. Yeah, man, come on, get on here. Start. It's always cool to, you know, especially like I said with the with the ten questions and all that stuff. It's always cool to get uh, fellow fans from like different areas because everyone had different experience, right? You know, you get a junior guy, or you get like a minor league guy, or an NHL guy, or what have you. So, and everyone, you know, how they got into it and stuff. So maybe you were in an IHL town, you know, and uh, yeah, it'd be cool to hear. So yes, please drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you guys, but. Uh, all right, I got to I have to. I, we have to pay some bills. I know you guys get, but seriously, if you're doing some gambling coming up in the NFL Network or college basketball is about to start uh, or hockey, uh, sign up with DraftKings. Seriously, use promo code THPN, and uh, I know I'm going to do a whole ad read about it right now. But some really good sign up bonuses right now, and it helps out the network huge. We get a percentage and uh, keeps us on the air. Of course, maybe that's not the ringing endorsement I think it is, but. Uh, 
but I, I, I've had a couple comments from people about the ads and stuff. Sorry, boys, the ads get, that's how we got to pay the bills, man. So there's going to be ads on these shows. Um, and like I said, I know it's gambling. It's like watching a hockey game now or a sporting event on TV. It's like I can't get away from these gambling commercials. Even when I listen to a podcast, there's gambling commercials. Yeah, it's a sports one. That's where all the money is, guys. But uh, but seriously, though, if you are gambling and uh, and you want to sign up bonus, the THPN one is pretty good. And it helps us out. So, But uh, yes, let's... Uh, you know, we've got to pay some bills, and then let's get into this IHL list, all right? And now, here's a word from our sponsor. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this November. Yeah, guys, crazy season so far. Backups are now playing the backups and, uh, what, what a, what a wild season this, this year has been. Uh, get in on all the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code THPN. New customers could score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.sot1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resorts in Kansas City, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Okay, here we go. Get into this. We'll click on this. Here, I thought you'd enjoy it. Got this of our form. The members all made a vote. This is their top ten list that we came up with. Uh, a lot of it based not only on fighting ability, but length of career in the IHL, as well as uh, what he meant to what they meant to the to their teams in terms of fan base, etc. So not just fighting ability. Okay. All right. Well, that's that. Not just fighting ability. Okay. Uh, here we go. The International League. From the, uh, this is the top 10 fighters of the 1990s. Um, we did include the 2000-2001 season as it is the final season of the IHL. Okay. All right. Number 10. We're off to a hot start here, folks. Kerry Clark. Um, again, I am discovering this list with you guys. So, let's see. Kerry Clark. I am familiar with being from, of course, brother of Wendell. And uh, former Saskatoon Blade, who would uh, do the moonwalk after he scored, which he did actually take into uh, pro hockey as well. That started a few line brawls, I can tell you that. Um, Kerry Clark drafted by the New York Islanders in the 10th round of the 1986 draft. Uh, he had totaled 400, 423 games in total, but since this list is just in the 90s, he played 382 games in the 1990s, totaling 1,610 penalty minutes. Uh, started his career with the 88-89 Indy Ice, then Phoenix, then made his way to Salt Lake, Orlando, and Milwaukee. Um, always a tough guy. Always played in the shadow of his, of his brother Wendell, but had a lengthy pro career and 
toughness personified. Um, and a fan favorite wherever he played. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kerry Clark is one of those guys. I know he he went up and down. He was with he was in the American League in Portland for a few years as well. Um, you know, and obviously Capital District and stuff. Um, like I said, I'm I'm familiar with Kerry Clark. Um, uh, I know here in the late '80s he played with the Saskatoon Blades. What a team, man! Him and Chase and Twist and Kevin Kaminsky. I mean, poof. Talk about uh, no 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 sh- uh, no shrinking violets in that group. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Again, um, uh, yeah. Just solid, solid, tough guy. Um, you know, a bit of a bit of a grappler. Um, but he fought everybody and uh, and did it right to the end. I mean, like you said, well, what, what was the, what was the stat line? Um, yeah, sixteen hundred and ten penalty minutes in three hundred and eighty two games. So he's put that's putting in work, you know, and that's not including the you know, the American League's the years. So um yeah, I know he briefly went on and coached uh co- I know he coached OCN in the Manitoba League for a year or two and then um not quite sure what he's doing now. Um but I believe actually Joe Lazito interviewed Kerry Clark, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he did. Uh I have to go back and double check that, but uh there you go. There's number number ten on their list. I'm not sure where. It doesn't really say where they got this from. It's kind of cut and paste. So I think it's from an old IHL message board. I know um, the cat who sent this to me saved a lot of stuff on files and stuff. And uh, I think this must be from an old IHL fan board. So that's what it's looking like anyway. So I'll have to send him back an email about where he got it from. But uh, it's not really saying. But he kind of cut copied and pasted. Because he did, he did mention. I know you like to go ten to one, so he obviously cut and pasted uh, their findings here, and they kind of, they kind of just have height and weight and stats and like a little brief uh, blurb about each guy. Uh, well, if the Clark one is any indication about, so other than that, you're just going to hear me babble, I guess. But uh, uh, what was that number ten? All right, number nine, the buzzsaw known as Andy Bezo. Oh, there you go. Uh, drafted uh, in the 11th round by the Boston Bruins in 1990. Uh, Bezo played 246 IHL games, accumulating 1,728 minutes of penalties. Uh, he started off with the Phoenix Roadrunners, and then uh, in 95-96 at Fort Wayne, played 74 games with 10 goals and 590 minutes of penalties. Uh, Fort Wayne, Detroit Vipers at 5'8", 185, absolutely fearless, and uh, was a human Super Bowl on the ice. Um, yeah, he was, man. Bezo, yeah, undersized, but ran around and, um, yeah, he, he was crazy. I mean, um, I can remember, cause he was, a, again, uh, it's funny with the IHL stuff, cause obviously, you know, I had to get VHS tapes to finally see the IHL. And I'd see the stats in the hockey news all the time. And like, guys are putting up, and this is like, you know, late 80s early 90s that you're getting the stats and it's like guys are putting up huge penalty minutes plus it was always really cool because after they had left the western hockey league a lot of guys ended up in the ihl so you know you wanted to see this stuff so we finally started getting like uh, a lot of uh, i was getting a bunch of 90s ihl tapes and uh yeah bezo with the vipers and stuff i know because see i think must, the vipers must have had like a local cable deal because their stuff was on tv a lot and uh he was just running all over the place. I'm like, who is this guy? Because he was an OHL guy, right? So I never saw him before. And um, then I started getting Colonial League stuff. And he started hearing more and more stories about him. And, you know, they just went over to the UK and just terrorized people over there. 
Um, yeah, Bezos a bad dude, man. I know, I believe he is a firefighter in Ontario now, I think. Um, but yeah, Andy Bezo, yeah, the buzzsaw running around and, um, yeah, unbelievable. There you go. Number nine, Andy Bezo. I'm down with that. Number eight, Stephen Fletcher. There you go. Um, played 327 total games, but in the nineties, he played 293 games, 1,576 minutes of penalties. Uh, first year is a rookie pro in 82, 83 with Fort Wayne, uh, Bounced around the American Hockey League. Did some, did play some time in the NHL. He was drafted in the 10th, 10th round by Calgary in the 1980 draft. 6'2", 225. Uh, from 1999, he played Fort Wayne. Um, one year with Atlanta in the 92-93. Won the Turner Cup uh, with Fort Wayne in the IHL. Um yeah, Fletcher is a big dude. Was in the Montreal. Uh, played a, played some time with Montreal NHL. Um, yeah, he's a hero in Fort Wayne. I think his retire his numbers retired there. Um, big dude. Um, he was actually, unfortunately, one of the one of the things I'll always remember with Fletcher is he was involved in actually one of the. It really was actually one of the more gruesome things that I've seen in a hockey game. Um, in his fight with Kerry Toporowski. Um, he, I know the the footage is really grainy. It's on my YouTube channel, but basically, him and Topper had a feud going and all that. And um, the fight is in the IHL, and uh, they fight. They go down on the ice, and Fletcher ends up almost like he's on top of Toporowski over, like he's kind of straddling Toporowski's arm, and he basically grabs Toporowski's arm and just like almost you know like a camel clutch. He basically does that with Toporowski's arm. And just reefs back on it and ends up ripping apart his shoulder. And he did a lot of damage to Toporowski with that. And, um, basically it didn't end his career, but it ended his, you know, his NHL aspirations maybe because it really hindered his fighting ability. And, um, obviously I've never had a chance to talk to Toporowski about that, but I know the, I think the league banned him from ever playing against each other ever again. And, um, I, it'd be one thing if I, I know Fletcher's on social media and stuff and it's like, um, I've, I've often, I know the one I know, Scott, I know you're out there listening. Um, I've always tried to get Scott to like get, cause Fletcher still lives in the Fort Wayne area. It was like, try to get him to come on the podcast, but I would actually legitimately, I, maybe he doesn't want to talk about it or whatever, but I would like to, cause it's an elephant in the room. You kind of have to ask him. But I'd really like to ask him, like, what was going on there? Like, what were you doing? Like, yeah, because that's, you know, and it's too bad because, like, Fletcher was a tough guy, fought everybody. Like, he didn't need to do that. Like, so, I mean, I know things get tense. I get it. And you get mad at guys. But, yeah, that was pretty, that was, that was unfortunate. But, uh, but yeah, I could definitely see Fletcher being on the list. Like you said, his, uh, name's retired, his jersey's retired in Fort Wayne. And, uh, well, that's, they they love them tough guys in Fort Wayne, that's for sure. So uh, he he definitely fit the bill for sure. So yeah, Fletcher, good look. So Clark Bezel Fletcher, that's a solid. It's a strong list so far. Um, like I said, go. Um, oh well, the IHL. Like I said, Tony and guys like that. When they even in my in the comment section when I was talking about the IHL, I mean the list that they sent was huge. I mean it it really does go on and on, you know. So I mean. I, it's hard to argue with any list. I mean, how do you, 
take one guy out. I mean, you, you know, you could replace all these guys. You could do a top 50 list, really, if you wanted to. So, I mean, there's really, you know, and it's, it's always these lists, I mean, barring some... Although, if this is a, if, it's one thing if it's a hockey news writer. I think if this was from a message board and like members were, were voting, I mean, yeah, you'll get your rose colored fanboys on there, you know, rose colored glasses, but at the end of the day, it's pretty tough to argue with some of these names. Like, I mean, Clark, Bezo, Fletcher, I mean, how do you argue with any of these names so far? So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting going forward here, but so far, so good. So where we're at here, number seven, uh, Darren Banks. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Darren Banks, 6'2", 230, played 318 games in the IHL, picked up 1,421 minutes, started his career two seasons at Salt Lake, went well with the Detroit Vipers, uh, brief stops with Quebec, San Antonio, back for two more seasons the Detroit Vipers. Was always a fan favorite wherever he played. Um, uh, Toronto native, solid, uh, solid heavyweight fighter in his days in the IHL. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously he played in the American League. I know he was over in the UK, I think, with London. Um, yeah, tough dude. Um, yeah, played played a bunch of seasons uh, in the Colonial League. He definitely got he he was definitely got out and about. Um, but yeah, another guy that um, you know I didn't know anything about until I got later on. Until I got actually, I got some old Colonial League stuff when he was on there, and then. Um, yeah, the IHL with the Viper again with the Vipers. A lot of my my initial IHL, uh, my learning of the IHL was right around that season, or right around <coughs> that time with Orlando, uh, the Sunshine Network, and then the Detroit Vipers having games. Um, that's where a lot of the IHL footage that I initially saw came from, and, and then I got more into the collecting and ended up getting eighty stuff and blah blah blah. But that it was like nineties. I was always whenever I was making trades, I was. I never, I was never a big team guy, team tape guy or a player guy. I always wanted like mixed stuff. So I ended up starting kind of getting a lot of like mid nineties mixed IHL tapes. A lot of those were getting made. So that's where the bulk of my early IHL knowledge comes from. But I remember Banks was all over those, uh, was all over the Viper stuff. So, um, yeah, there you go. And he is now a casino host at the D in Las Vegas. So if you're ever in uh, Sin City, go to the D down there on Fremont Street. And uh, Darren Banks will be around. He's a big dude, man. When you meet him in person, big guy. But uh, there we go. Number so we got Kerry Clark, Bezo Fletcher, Darren Banks at seven, uh, six. Where are we now? Steve Jiggs. Oh, there you go. Steve Jiggs uh, was drafted in the eleventh round by LA in nineteen eighty nine. Five eleven one ninety five. Uh, started off 90-91 with the Phoenix Roadrunners and went on to Salt Lake, Las Vegas. Houston and Kansas City, he played a total of 406 games, picked up 1,341 minutes of penalties. Um, Jig's a bad dude, man. Big, uh, uh, old salty blue liner. Uh, played with uh, Tri-City in the Western Hockey League. And in fact, if you happen to be on YouTube, HAP180, H-A-P, yeah, H-A-P-180 um, is Steve Jig's uh, YouTube channel, and I believe it's Jigs, I believe it's his, or whoever it is, it's either a family member or something, because they, and he, he was obviously a, a collector, uh, because he has all his old uh, Western Hockey League stuff, he obviously got WA, he obviously got Tri-City game tape, 
And they must have broadcast their games on local cable because the, the footage she has from like the late 80s Western League is crystal clear. And, uh, and he has some old New Westminster stuff on there. He's got full games. Like I just saw the New Westminster Bruins, Saskatoon Blades, um, where he fights Kelly Chase. Um, he's got old IHL games on here, like full games. Um, yeah, and obviously a lot of his fights as well and interviews and, it's a really great channel. Like you want to watch old '90s or late '80s, early '90s Western Hockey League and IHL games. This is the this is the channel to go to. Um, yes, excellent. But Steve Jiggs, tough dude. Um, had some great fights on the channel with uh, Bezo and and Dreger and everybody. He fought everybody and uh, was not afraid. And he was mean. At the end of the day, he was mean and not afraid to. Uh, Hey, if your dude's down, he'll send a message and send an extra shot. Um, I'm down with Steve Jiggs, man. Solid blue liner, tough guy. Um, I didn't realize he played in the IHL for that long. Another guy that Lazito, I think Lazito interviewed like how, what is he, Clark? He's, he ended up Fletcher Bank. I well, mean, well, Jiggs. Seems like he's interviewed a bunch of these guys, but, uh, yeah, Steve Jiggs. There you go. Number six, solid. Number five. Ah, there he is. My, my favorite. I gotta say, this is my, my fanboy. Number five, Mad Mel Engelstad. There you go. Um, yeah, it's pretty, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty tough to argue with Mel, but, uh, 6'2, 220 pounds, played 249 games in the IHL, had 1166 minutes, uh, started his IHL career at 95, 96 after coming to Thunder Bay, uh, to play with the Phoenix Roadrunners. Played briefly with Las Vegas, then Orlando, Michigan, and the Manitoba Moose in the final season of the IHL. Um, yeah, I know when Mel first played with Phoenix, uh, I have one of his fights on my channel, and they got those, got awful, like, it's uh, like, is it tied? It's almost like tie-dyed, black, and blue. Oh, the uniforms are terrible. Um, 204, I, for some reason, I thought he played more games than that. Um, in the IHL, but I guess he was in the American League for a long time. He was in Thunder Bay for a long time, too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, what is there to say about Mel Engelstad? One of the most exciting fighters of all time. And again, at the start, I said always my favorite, my fanboy, and all that. Um, you know, but I mean, anybody can't. Well, no one can argue with the fact that Mel was one of the most exciting fighters of all time. Uh, so I've always said in those ten rapid fire questions when I ask somebody their dream matchup, I always say my dream matchup would be Engelstad versus Morasti. Um Yeah, again, lot there's lots of Engelstad footage to check out online. Uh, probably one of the greatest hockey fights of all time is him, the IHL fight in 2000, 2001, Darcy Hordachuk and Mel opening night in Orlando. And, um, they beat the shit out of each other. Darcy Hordachuk's professional debut. It's a hell of a introduction. Um, and then, and then they have the rematch in round two in, in Manitoba. Um, and it's a great fight too, but that first one is unbelievable. And, uh, Mel had lots of great fights. Kalamazoo, I, I got, he dropped Francois LaRue, um, Great fights with Paul Cruz when he was with the Moose. Um, great fights with Chris Neal, La Puma. Yeah, just type in, go to my channel, type in Mel Engelstad. <coughs> I have tons of stuff from Thunder Bay and everything else too, but yeah, a lot of IHL footage on there. So, there you go, number five, Mad Mel. Number four, well, there we go, Chris La Puma. Uh, Chris LaPuma played 410 IHL games, picked up 1,617 
1,617 pims. Easy for you to say. The six foot one, 220 pound D man, uh, started as rookie season 92, 93 with the Atlanta Knights. Played in Orlando, San Antonio, Chicago Bulls, where he picked up the 93-94 Turner Cup champion with Atlanta and a 99-2000 Turner Cup champion with the Chicago Wolves. Uh, an interesting character, tough, took on everybody, and uh, interesting offseason as he was a roadie. Uh, yeah, I've heard that actually Lapua was a uh, a roadie with like metal bands in the offseason. Um, OHL guy. Um, yeah, I played along, like I said, 410 games. Um, he has him and him and Mel have had, had a few run-ins. I know they got suspended. I think they, they, uh, I think Mel chased him into the locker room in Manitoba, I think, and they fought in the locker rooms. Um, but yeah, Lapoom, I've heard is an interesting character. Um, but yeah, I played some time with Tampa Bay, uh, in the, in the NHL. Um, tough dude though, fought everybody. Um, one of the bigger knockouts you'll ever see was him dropping Greg Spenrath, uh, when he was played for Atlanta. Yeah, left hand, just boom, down he goes. Again, that one's on YouTube. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm down with Chris LaPuma. I'm, uh, you know, yeah, it's a solid list, man. I can't, I've got to say, like, Clark Beasel, Fletcher Banks, Steve Jiggs, Mel LaPuma. Like I said, when we're, um, I always say when I, like I was saying before, when we do, I've done a million lists on this show and, uh, I always say, I, I always hope the lists are bad just so you can take the piss out of them. And it's funnier. Um, but this, this list isn't bad. I mean, um, like they said, long, it's, it's about longevity as well. Not just about fighting ability. And, um, again, they didn't really put all the parameters, you know, who knows how the fans were voting or how they did the votes or whatever they did on this, on this website. So, you know, it's a grain of salt with anything, right? But, but really, I mean, um, like I said, there is, a, I mean, I, you know, we got three to go here, but, um, you know, like I said, you could have done a top 50 and you're going to miss somebody. So, but no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying this. This is a cool list. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, so what do we got? Four with La Puma. Now we're down to number three. Scroll yeah, there you go, Dodie Wood. I mean, again, I can't. Um, you can't, can't really argue with any of this. Dodie Wood, uh, third round pick by San Jose, played 318 games, picked up 1695 penalty minutes. Uh, all this old time in Kansas City with the Blades is a hero in Kansas City. The five foot eleven, 190 pound Dodie Wood never backed down, took on all comers. Yeah, he did, man. Dodie Wood was awesome, undersized. Guy played in the played in the Western League with uh, Swift Current Seattle, a tough guy. Um, he was the first guy that I ever saw um, do the duck under the arm thing. If you don't know what I'm talking, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just type in Dodie Wood on YouTube and watch his fights. He'll do it, especially if he's because uh, most of the time, obviously, he's the smaller guy in the fight. Um, the guy will kind of have him stretched out, and, is, and you know, and is trying to lock him out, and he does this. He ducks under the guy's arm and comes up with the hook. And, uh, I've never, I've never saw anybody do that before. And, uh, he was an artist and, uh, both hands. He had some great fights in the NHL with San Jose. One of them comes to mind is Stoyanoff. That's a great fight. Um, yeah, Wood was a tough dude, man. Played everywhere. Went over to the UK, played there, played a little bit in the LNH at the end. Um, but yeah, had some great fights in Kansas City. I know I have a, I ended up getting a few Kansas City Blades, um, uh, tapes over the years. And of course, he's just, everywhere on those tapes and uh fun guy to watch um yeah man i'm down i'm down with dody wood there we go 
We're down to the the, the final two here. I'm I'm interested. Um, you know, where, where where do we go from here? I mean, you know, if we got uh, La Puma and Mel and Dodie Wood and everything. Uh, all right, here we go. Number two. Oh, it's interesting. I know. I know. Again, I know Lazito had this guy on. Uh, Rick Hayward uh, was an eighth round pick, in 1986, by the Montreal Canadiens. Played 529 games in the IHL. Picked up 2,700 penalty minutes uh, in the 90s. He played a total of 357 games and picked up 1,727 penalty minutes. Yeah, Hayward. Um, yeah, he he was around for a long time, obviously. Uh, I know he started this season or started at the IHL uh, in the late '80s with you know the Saginaw Hawks and Salt Lake. Uh, then he played briefly with the LA four games. The LA came back. Phoenix Roadrunners in ninety ninety one, where he picked up three hundred sixty nine minutes. Then he bounced around the uh, the American League, uh, and then came back with Cincinnati for a year, and then played uh, four seasons with the Cleveland Lumberjacks. You know three hundred two two sixty nine two forty four two forty four. Um, yeah, ton of penalty minutes. Um, you know, six two. Uh, yeah, six two, two hundred ten pounds. One of the most scrappy blue liners. You know, rocking the Jofa back in the day, and uh, um, yeah, ton of penalty minutes. Again, Lazito had him on the show. He's a really good guest. Told some great stories, and um, he's one of those guys. Again, it was like um. I don't know if you, you just see him on these on these discs, he's all over the place. You kind of just sort of take him for granted. But I mean, um, yeah, you go back and watch it. It's like he got he was in some great heavyweight battles. And uh, do yourself a favor. Um, I, I, I there's probably not a ton and ton of footage of him out there, but um, I know after when Joe had him on, um, you know, as I was kind of listened to the thing, I you know I went back and went back on YouTube to try to refresh myself and. Uh, you know, went and watched some of his fights, and yeah, big dude, uh, like I said, just uh, solid, man, I definitely, uh, you know, and I mean, uh, you know, you play that long, it's like, what would we say, 529 total IHL games, but 357 in the 90s, um, you know, and you put up 2,700 minutes, it's, uh, that's, that's putting in some solid work, so there you go, number two, Rick Hayward, well, here we go, folks. Who who is going to be the uh, number one? Before I scroll, this will be interesting. Like I said, the IHL. I mean, so many guys. It's uh, who are we thinking? Let's have a look. Ah, oh, there you go. Number the so as they have them listed here, the top ten 1990s IHL fighters. Number one, Barry Drager. There you go. Played 504 games. 2,024 minutes of penalties started in 93-94 the San Diego Gulls and moved on to Orlando and Houston. Six foot one, 215 pounds, left-hander, fought everybody out of the Western Hockey League. Uh, was a fan favorite wherever he played. Um, and again, another guy that Lazito was having everybody on. Um, I bet you this is Joe's list. I bet you. Um, Drager's awesome. I love me some Barry Drager. Uh, like I said, left hand, you go watch him and it's like that fight with Bobby Joyce is cool. I mean, he fought everybody. Um, you know, um, a really cool interview too. Um, yeah, man. And played in the Western League with Audrey's and stuff and Brandon, the Wheat Kings. And, um, yeah, like I said, big guy. You know, you play, uh, you know, 500. I didn't realize he played that many games in the IHL. 500 games, it's like, 
you know, for, you know, and his fight card's outstanding. And, um, again, it's like, you know, how, how do you, how do you argue? Like, seriously, I mean, you know, you go to look at, you know, 387, 385, 259, 263, 235, even as, you know, uh, you know, it's the final season in the IHL, 80 games with Houston, 235 minutes of penalties. You know, it's like, how do you argue with those numbers? You know, from from 93 all the way to the final year uh, in 2000, the guy's putting in work, you know, undrafted, came out of the University of Manitoba, played a couple games in Capital District, then went to the East Coast League, played with the Columbus Chill, put up back-to-back, 37 games, 300 minutes, 57 games, 362, and you know, and then he and then he gets the gig in San Diego with the Gulls, and it's straight after that, um, you know, he take, takes a brief hiatus, goes and plays with Adirondack in 98-99, but right back in Orlando, you know, or San Diego, Orlando, Houston, I'll say Barry's smart, he obviously plays, likes to play in the warm weather, good call there, Barry, but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I can't argue with that. I mean, if it's, uh, like you say, you're doing a list of tough guys in the IHL in the 90s, he's obviously in the conversation. And when the guy plays 500 games and puts in work every year, yeah, he's got to be around the top of the list. So, you know what? I, I mean, I have no problem with that list. So what do we got? Um, I was writing him down as we went. We, uh, uh, Kerry Clark, Bezo Fletcher, Darren Banks, Steve Jiggs, Mel Engelstad, Chris LaPuma, Dodie Wood, Rick Hayward, uh, Barry Dreger. You know, how do you? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I know we miss guys. I mean, you know, um, Steve McLaren, Morissette, uh, Gillingham, uh, Mark Major, Top, well, Toprowski, Sean, my former guest, Sean Penn. Check that interview out; it's really good. Um, wow, Joe's boy, Dean Ewan. Um, yeah, Ewan. Yeah, yeah. Greg Walters, uh, Rammer, um, Rhett Tremblay. Um, yeah, I mean, I know somebody threw out, uh, Lakovic. I kind of, he only actually played 59 games in the IHL with Vegas. He played like a year and a half with Vegas. So, um, Paul Laws, I mean, he played briefly. I mean, he did have a 400 minute season with Cleveland. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot. McLaren played a few seasons in the IHL and then went on to the American League. Um, I know, I know a lot of guys put up, uh, I saw in the comments, uh, Kyle Friedrich. Um, he didn't really play that. Unfortunately, he didn't play that long either, just due to the head injuries. But he was definitely one of those uh, kind of like a shooting star almost. You know, he uh, had that big year with Detroit, and he was so big, and he was so he looked so good in his fights. And I mean, you know, those two fights with Engelstad are legendary. I mean, not so much for Mel, but I mean, when you can, t- eh, it's not disrespecting to Mel. I mean, Mel will say the same thing, but I mean, yeah, he took a round out of Mel, uh, you know, back to back shifts, and I mean. You know, that's, you know, primed up Engelstad at the time. It was a, you know, big name in the IHL for sure. That was a big feather in Kyle's cap for that, those wins. And, um, yeah, so Friedrich's a bad dude, man. It's unfortunate with the injuries, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, there's, there's lots of guys that, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that, oh, what about this guy? What about that guy? And, you know, again, you're not, there's, you're not wrong. I mean, you know, but like I said, with the list that I just wrote, well, I mean, they're Kevin Evans. They're the all-time penalty man. Although he's that's more of a he's again Evans is probably more of an '80s guy. I know he set the record, like the penalty minute record of uh, what was it? Uh, what did he have? Six hundred. Uh, yeah, six hundred minutes. Um, Six forty-eight. 
the pro hockey record. But I mean, that was in, uh, 87, 88, somewhere around there. It was in the eighties. I know that. Um, Dave Mackey, there's another guy. He played forever in the IHL. Yeah. I mean, he might've been able, if you're talking about longevity and stuff, there's another guy. I mean, you know, do, do I put him in the Mel Engelstad, Steve McLaren fight category? No, but he did fight a ton of guys. Uh, Mark LaBelle, Dave Marcinishin, there's another guy, Mike Ruark, um, Mike Ruark, undercover toughness, that guy, didn't fight much, but when he did, toe-to-toe, um, I know a lot of people put the Roberts brothers up, they were more AHL guys, they didn't really play that much in the IHL, season or two, that's about it, I mean, there's obviously no question their toughness, for sure, but just I, in terms, if you want to go with longevity and stuff, they didn't play long enough, um, you know, if that's what you're kind of basing your list on as well, so... Um, Phil Crow, I know Jason Payne mentioned him today. I love me some Phil Crow. Um, you know, like I said, you could, uh, you, you could list a million guys and not be wrong, but, uh, overall, I got to say for the, I, I know for the, we love doing the lists on the show here. Um, I, I can't shit on that list. That was solid, man. Um, again, you could bounce names around and oh this guy ahead of that guy and this guy was tougher than that guy yeah all right but i mean the end of the day um solid man i enjoyed it i I love going back i love the ihl um i have um that's one thing i i do have a, a best of the ihl dvd and a lot of it obviously is 90 stuff well that's the other thing i mean people were throwing out 70s and 80s guys well, there's no footage of that stuff. I mean, if you lived in the area and, oh, yeah, I used to go to the Toledo Gold Digger games all the time. Well, okay. It's, you know, did you tape, ever tape any of it? Um, as far as older IHL stuff, I'm not quite sure how far it goes back, but I, I can pretty much guarantee there's not a lot of 70s IHL footage out there. Um, so I know people want to throw out all these names and stuff. And, and hey, I, I, I dig it. I'm, I'm with you and, and all that. That's cool. Um, but I can't comment on these guys. I've never seen them. So, I mean, you read blurbs about them and excerpts and everything else, but like I always say, it's like those guys that defend Gordy Howe being the great fighter. It's like, well, did you see any of it? You're 48 years old. So you, you never saw him play. So, um, it's the same thing, right? It's like outside of, you know, local legend. I mean, who knows, right? So, but yeah, lots of guys in the seventies and eighties. And of course, a lot of like, Oh, a lot like Chase and Twist and Link Gates and Grimson and Sandy McCarthy, like all those, like all those guys came up through Odgers. All of them came up through the IHL. They were in the American League IHL. So I mean, Darren Kimball, I saw somebody put out there. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, how you can't, you can't, Matt Rutchie, you can't really argue. Uh, Darcy Simon, blah blah blah. You know, so, um. Lots of guys went, came through the International Hockey League without a doubt. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, my best of the IHL DVD. Um, I will, I will dig out my DVDs. I've uploaded it before, but I will upload it and put it on my, I, I will put the link, the available link on Facebook and I will make it available to anybody listening out there. Or if you're, um, if you're listening and you're not on social media, and you want to see it. Um, send me an email, like I said before, hockeyfights at hotmail.com. Send me an email and I will send you the link. I will upload it on like a share file 
And then you can just download the link and watch the fight DVD. It's like two hours and it's just like best of the IHL. And there's some great tilts on there. I think you, I think if you're a, well, if you're a fight fan, you'll love it. But if you're an IHL fan, you'll, uh, it'll definitely bring back some memories. A lot of, like I said, a lot of the stuff's on my YouTube channel, but, uh, you know, download the link and watch it in your, watch it in your lazy boy with your feet up on the big screen. Uh, go back to the old 90s. It's a lot of 90s stuff. So a lot of the guys we talked about here, um, actually all the guys we talked about here are on that disc. So, uh, yeah, so let me know if you want to, uh, if you want to see it, I'll send you the link. If you, if you're not on, if you're on Facebook, just follow, go to my Facebook page and I'll, I'll put the link up there here in the next couple of days. But, uh, there you go, folks. That, there we, there we go. The top 10 fighters in the nineties of the IHL, uh, great list. That was, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. So, um, well, like I said, hopefully I'll get Lazito on at some point and, or some bunch of folks on maybe and we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this list and we'll talk about names that were missed. And, uh, you know, like I'm sure Joe will have a whole bunch of ideas too, like in, in terms of names and stuff. So uh, I look forward to that. But, uh, once again, as always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And I know there's a million hockey podcasts to listen to. And the fact that you chose to listen to this one, I greatly appreciate it. And I hope you stick around. And if you're new here, welcome. Thank you. Uh, if you saw my teaser post, you're like, let's see what this IHL stuff's all about. Um, thank you for listening. And I encourage you to please go back, check out the back catalog. I have lots of great interviews and, uh, do this a couple times a week, Wednesdays and Sundays and, uh, rant and rave and yell about dumb people and, uh, do lists and player spotlights and, and all sorts of, uh, shenanigans. So, uh, I hope you come back and, uh, and, uh, and we'll get, and put the, uh, fourth line voice in your podcast rotation. So, uh, if you're new, so. Thank you guys again, and uh, I guess we will talk to you on Sunday. Thanks, everybody. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was 